Welcome to the Nitty Gritty, where we challenge conventional thinking. Join us as we explore real life, real people, real stories, and how pushing back can make all the difference. All right. Well, welcome to the Nitty Gritty Podcast, episode 14. We're getting so experienced. It's very exciting. So today's guests are... I'm excited about every guest, but this one I'm a little more excited because you guys are still new to me. Yeah. Like my wife just... So before we get into that, it's the Johnson Files. There we go. Right? That's her name. People know Sean who and Nicole, to now. Right? like, who's saying yes? Who's responding? Sean and Nicole Howard, right? Is that yeah. the last yeah. name? Yes, Howard, and we go by the Johnson Files. No, you, no yeah, we don't. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. Wait, Johnson. Wait, why did I say Howard? I have I, no idea. I thought you were joking. Can we start over? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were kidding too. I totally uh, where did I get Howard? I'm just I running it with it like I would in an improv show. Like, Johnson let's do it. Style. Howard? Okay. Yeah, I'm good with I, it. You're like, the you Johnson like Johnson's my middle name. Howard. I'm like, <laughs> remember the Mino prepping thing? <laughs> re- so my like, first question is, why not the Howard Files? <laughs> Howard Files sounds kind of good. <laughs> sounds like the X-Files. It's Nicole's maiden name. Nobody knows. Just kidding. So, yeah, sorry. I have no problem looking like an idiot. Start again. Uh, no, we don't need to start it again. Joke. It's all good. This is what people <laughs> like, right? said it was a joke. So, no, it wasn't a joke, but yeah. improv. Right? Yeah. You got to roll with yeah. it. You, 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 you accept it. it. You go with it. Yes, and. I have no problem. <laughs> no problem with that. So, let's see. It's been about two months ago, my wife. So, my wife, like right when the kids go to bed, which is like between 8.30 and 9, depending on how big a-holes they're being. Mm-hmm. She starts giggling in my recliner. <laughs> and I'm just like, what are you watching? She's like, have you heard of the Johnson Files? I'm like, no. So I dig you up and just amazing. So down funny. Down the rabbit hole? Just down. <laughs> exactly. It quite a black hole. And for me, it is like <clears throat> wormholes are bad things. But <laughs> So I'm just going through, going through, just ton of like you guys do your own videos. A lot of it's kind of about real life right i mean you guys mm-hmm. are basically having fun with like the real kids thing situations. is so spot on like watch yeah. this yeah yeah, yeah. Watch, mom, watch. Mom, watch. Mom, watch. Yep. yeah and so yeah i went i totally went down the rabbit hole and then about a month later i get invited to go to the bachelorette mm-hmm. finale with you know kim and mm-hmm. chris harrison right mm-hmm and, and small Nicole's world, there, yeah. Nicole yeah. Howard is sitting <laughs> right there with me. Can we change Nicole it to the Howard, Howard Files? And <laughs> I'm going to start a Howard Files <laughs> Instagram tonight. It just reposts yeah. our videos. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, like videos of all Howards. So, so yeah, it was funny because mm-hmm. Kim started introducing me to Kim White started introducing me to the girls. Mm-hmm. Right, it was the girls' trip. I was yeah, separate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. You didn't I couldn't come with really us. be in the group. You met us no there. One invited me swimming to the mansion <laughs> or anything like that. <clears throat> Not that Target would have had a swimsuit that fit me, oh. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I was really excited when when she introduced me mm-hmm. to you. I was I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like new fans of the Johnson Files. <laughs> so yeah, it was cool to meet you. Yeah, but that was awesome. So yeah, we're excited to have you guys talk yeah, about your story. You here. guys just moved back from Florida. From Florida, yeah. What yeah. brought you, what brought you back to the to the motherland? Well, I had uh, I'm staying with my same company. My day job is selling veterinary pharmaceuticals, so I go really? to animal hospitals throughout the day and uh, yep, sell drugs. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, and so the territory here opened up with my same company. We've had a lot of. Uh, interest in doing like more improv shows here, private parties, and uh, I'm doing corporate improv training and stuff. So I thought, 
this is a great chance to get back to where my demand kind of is and have it be an easy move for us. We were always flying back for things we do improv shows quarterly and it was just too much. Yeah, between that and the private stuff, I I think between January and March, I flew to Utah like six or seven times. And so it was just like, this just makes sense. Like, let's get back there. Mm -hmm. So So what took you to Florida originally? Because, I mean, rewind your story from the comedy side. You started at Comedy Sports, right? Yep, Comedy Sports all through college and a little bit after. Um, but then just getting married, graduating, had to get a big boy job. Improv <laughs> wasn't paying the bills. <laughs> so had an opportunity to join this company uh, and moved out east. And then we were thinking we'd come back a year or two, year and a half later after I kind of got trained up. But then Florida Territory opened up in Fort Myers. And for some reason, we were like, let's do it. Another adventure. Let's just go down and we see what it. happens. And a two year commitment turned to five years and then beyond. And, and then we, that was about five and a half to six years is when we finally came back. So, and that spawned one of my favorite videos, the Utah video. Oh, announcing that. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. That was hysterical. <laughs> the moving back. Will you so, take me back? <laughs> so Sean, I mean, you're both in the videos, but Sean will do multiple yeah. characters. Multiple ca- right? Yeah. We've had a lot of people ask, is his twin brother on Instagram? <laughs> like, no, technology, you'd be surprised what you can do. I don't have a twin brother. They were doing it on, uh, or no, they Full House did have twins, so maybe that's, yeah, uh, yeah. That I was going to say, maybe that's where it comes from. That you is think? true. That seems like way too much work. <laughs> I know, twins. right? That'd be a pain. But yeah, so Utah opens the door in a blonde wig and a gray t-shirt yeah. with big, you know, Utah spelled out in all white. And... It's just like he answers the door for Sean. It's like, what do you want? Oh, look, who, <laughs> look who came crawling look who back. Came crawling back. <laughs> Interesting. What was the line like? Um, hold my fry sauce or something like that, right? Yeah, she opens the door. door. She's like, the fry sauce is in the drawer. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, that's it's very very creative stuff. So so how did you two meet? Did you did you do comedy too? No, I no. mean it. I mean it's. You think I would, right? Like, right. I'm You're hilarious. <laughs> no, we met um, at a church youth camp, EFY, doing... Uh, really? Yeah, we were counselors there. So, But I knew him. I had seen him at Comedy Sports doing his, doing his oh, thing. So I knew so he was funny. you the rock star thing going yeah. for you. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it always gets you a little guy on stage. <laughs> Although I'm surprised it worked out because because I, I realized very early on at Comedy Sports that anybody I went on a date with who knew me from a show it was going to be a disappointment. Like, <laughs> it just wasn't going to work they out. Show. They're just staring they, at me at dinner like, why? Yeah. Exactly. They want a private show. And they're just right. sitting there Uh-oh. at dinner like, wow, Hello. he's oh. so much more just, he's just having a conversation. I thought he was going to never meet your hero. Do something. <laughs> yeah. He's not like never a character. Meet your hero. It's so true. <laughs> it's know. so true. I would imagine with comics too, because you, you hear that a lot. Like, Ryan Hamilton, I've been watching him lately. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Someone just told I have us about no him. problem t- listening to dirty, con- like, I just think he's hysterical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, he was talking about the same thing. Like, you're the first, I look really friendly and social, but you're the first human beings I've spoken to all day. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in my apartment. There's uh, a lot of comedian introverts, you know, Jim totally. Carrey is super introverted. Yeah. Robin Williams, we know was very right. introverted and, and I'm not like to that degree, yeah. but people assume that you're just always on right. and it, it would be an exhausting way to live life. I just, mm-hmm. so you know, how'd you get into comedy? Wow. I mean, I've always acted and I've always, I mean, we've it's like when you say always acted, like what does that mean? Plays and okay. things like that. And, uh, Touched by an angel. You yeah. Right. Little parts, little TV yeah. parts oh, when I was I'm growing fam- up. Famous uh, actor too. Just, you know, junior <laughs> high <laughs> stuff. Things. They needed a kid actor, things like that. But, um, 
I, I used to make little videos back when you had to, you know, use the camcorder and then transfer it to a VHS <laughs> tape. Right. And I can only imagine what I could have created if I had iMovie back in the 90s. Right. It would have been great. But um, so I've always enjoyed that. But then when I got into college, I just didn't have the time commitment to put two months of rehearsals into a play and then perform it for weeks on it. I just couldn't do it. And so right. found comedy sports, chance to get on stage and keep doing stuff. But it's improv. So you know, yes, you need to practice and learn the rules, but you don't rehearse it because it's it's going to be improv. So. Did you do any like improv training? Because I know they'll have like training courses that yeah. you send like, executives to, but like the actual like improv actors, will you go through like a training? Yeah, most most improv uh, clubs will have workshops that you have to go through um, in order to make it on stage. And so the time it takes to get on stage will vary depending on where they feel like you're at, but you almost always have to sign up for some classes and what was the scariest part like when you were getting started was there, i mean i guess you were making videos before so you might have been used to kind of putting yourself out there right but do you're you talking about improv or yeah, the a comedy sports i remember my first show and being backstage and it's all these guys that have been doing it for years some of them that are now doing my improv shows with me now um and I remember being like, so guys, are we going to decide like what we're going to do? Are we going to do a musical thing? Are we going to like, and they're like, oh, we'll figure it out when we get out there. And I'm like, <laughs> cool, cool. You guys know I'm new, right? So maybe like, give me a little something to go off here. But they were just like, you'll be fine. We're not expecting much from you. So just, just follow us. You'll be fine. So we'll no, it. that's kind of how it is. It's trial by fire. You just get up there and do it. And was it love at first sight? I mean, when you started doing it, was it just something that you oh, really yeah. enjoyed doing it was a blast i on my very first show i had a lot of friends there supporting me and without even knowing it one of the other players threw me a total lob and he we were doing a game where it's called greatest hits and you improvise songs from a greatest hits soundtrack and he goes i love this next hit uh by aaron neville and i love aaron neville <laughs> and i've always done a little impersonation of him and i looked over he doesn't even know me and i'm like whoa you just lobbed that one for me that was perfect <laughs> so i had a great first show and i was instantly like okay this is great i'm gonna keep doing this for sure that was 2007 i think so, yeah so well, that could be part of it for nicole hunk because i heard you sing on a video last night oh yeah the queen oh, the queen song oh yeah oh, yeah dude. love of my life yeah did mm -hmm. he sing in the first show that you saw him um so probably totally. probably he, did. Lo he loves musical improv like creating that's right. my favorite part the joke at comedy spot. sports was always oh sean's here tonight oh, do we have a piano player so sean can be funny because <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he's if he can't sing he's got he's like jet <laughs> from the bachelorette exactly. he has to have his guitar that's right yeah can't even it's ask a girl about... to bury him without his he guitar did, he did sing propose me so he did. Like, no, he didn't. That was, that <laughs> I was like, wait, I did? <laughs> no, no, no. That was like, the Howard. Blocked no. that out. Yeah. The oh Howard. Yeah, that was Sean Howard. <laughs> so, so what's it like? I mean, because you can tell you are, you've got to perform, right? Like, that's your thing. Yeah. Like, you go crazy not doing it. How, so, from your perspective, Nicole, mm -hmm. does that get frustrating sometimes? Because, in my opinion, this is Kay. just me. You can tell me I'm wrong. But sometimes when I watch the lip sync videos mm. in the car when Sean's singing, <laughs> mm -hmm. you can just kind of tell like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, here we go again. But you always make her laugh. Like, you'll do something. Where yeah, she, yeah, there's like, always like, it's I got to push laughs. it till yeah, I get her. We have right? this thing like it's like he just goes for shock value now because now right. I don't think anything's funny unless it's like, what the heck was that? Like, so that's kind of what he does yeah. now. But. 
But, I think um, every guy can relate to that, right? Like sure. your your wife yeah, doesn't yeah. think you're funny, so you're not impressive. Not funny you're not anymore. impressive anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been too long, and that's what people say. Like, how are you not laughing? It's like it's been seven years. <laughs> I've heard the same thing over and over. But that makes you work harder. It does right? yeah, yeah. pushes me, and like, then you know, it, if you get a laugh out of her, you earned it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm in front of a crowd, I'm like, wow, these people are easy. My <laughs> audience is normally super picky, and uh, you know, high bar I have to leap over. <laughs> that's really funny. So do you have, I've noticed you kind of have like different themes with types of videos in the car and car karaoke or, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, redoing TV shows with like mm-hmm. you're the producer or whatever it is. Right. Do you have like a schedule of stuff you follow? Or is it just kind of as it comes to you? It's as it comes. And that's, that's the hardest part about it, honestly, is thinking what is the next video? Cause we get, if we go three to four days without posting something, the messages start coming in of like, where are you guys? When's the next video? And it's like people. Even the day a, after, it's like that's we're really? a two-man writing team. Really? Yeah, people. What's that people, happen to me? You know, they want daily <laughs> they want episodes. I wish I could do it. It's just, it's you know, it's hard to come we, up with that much content. Yeah, we have some ideas. Like we'll have like a, a running note on our phone of of ideas. Yeah, all the all the half baked ideas that we haven't made. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So, so how many? How how does it split up as far as ideas? Like. Are you giving him ideas, Nicole? Or? So I will look for stuff that's kind of um, popular in the media, like right. that um, face-changing app to make you older. Oh I was like, gosh. okay, we have to do something with this. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And then he'll kind of bring the comedy to it. Or like I'll ask my friends, or I'll hear my friends complain about like the carpool line, and I'll be like, okay, there's something in this. But he'll bring the comedy to it. So yeah, I, I, she's I have She's like, so, like, like my, my idea hunter. Yeah. And then she's like, I, people, re- cool, people relate to this. What can we do with it? And a lot of times I'm like, mm, I don't really get it. <laughs> and, then I'll, and then I'll get in the car and I'll be driving. And I'm like, well, but if you did this or that, well, right. maybe you could do something. Yeah. And so then I'll come around to it. And so, yeah, it's kind of a back and forth that way. Yeah. I think that's really cool because I, I think work, even though I don't know if we call this work yet, right? But I think you're on your way. For sure. I mean, yeah. I could totally see this that being your work. full-time thing. But it is cool to see spouses like into it together, right? right? No, it's like been you may fun. not, Nicole, you may not be into like the comedy side right. or like performing that, but you can see the humor and see how it would work for him. Yeah, and you guys come together, and and kind of brings me to my next point. How many of the videos where you're obviously, you know, it's a blonde wig, right? right. Nicole's mm-hmm. blonde. Mm-hmm. How many of those are actually, you know, like the video we talked inspired about the other by night, inspired <laughs> Nicole. by Nicole? Oh, where yeah. Like, you know, oh, the yeah. episode one the other night was really funny 100%. where it's like, hey, honey, you want to watch a movie? And she's like, oh, I just don't think I have a full movie in me tonight. Let's just watch an episode of something. And six hours later, like, that just one like, more. That's word for word our life. Like, that has happened. In fact, that, so we were posting about our pet peeves with each other, and that is his pet peeve of mine. And then people right. were saying, that's like us in our house. And so I'm like, okay, I think people are going to relate It's to so relatable. Yeah. You it, know what I think is great, too, is you always think that these little frustrations, it's like, oh, the person I married, and they do this. <laughs> and then when you post it and see all these people sharing it, and you go, oh, so it doesn't matter who I would have married. I would have been dealing with this exact <laughs> totally same right. thing. That makes me feel so much better. I'm not even as bugged about it anymore because it's just part of life. Right. <laughs> so where'd the wig come from? We ordered it off Amazon. I, I think I think there's a Insta story from way started. back when Nicole opened it and was like, "What the heck is this?" And she's I think she Insta storied like, like "Were the heels just in the box got this in the mail?" <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Just got this in the mail." Clearly, Sean's got an idea coming, and and so. 
I think yeah, the I first one where we did this the Sandy character was the fall yeah, one, yeah, which yeah. was our biggest one still, I think, or maybe maybe not quite as big as the mom watch videos, but it was all about stuff girls love at fall. And that was totally based on I didn't get it, you know, it's like, all yeah, that fall. was one that yeah. like, like pumpkin spice. Like the right, candles, right, right, yeah, yeah all, layers, all those things wear and wearing layers <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. And so I can put my equestrian boots on again. <laughs> I love the yeah, fall. The booties that's mentioned yeah. in it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, that is. So that's where it started. And then uh, in an improv show, I whipped out the wig. It was last Christmas, I think. And I did the character in a show. And the host was kind of interviewing me as that character. And he right. said, so sorry, I didn't get your name. What's your name? And I went, crap, I've never named this character. I just <laughs> post videos about her. And so I just go... My name's Sandy, and so now <laughs> Sandy—that's the thing. Now and everyone so knows it's we've Sandy. got the hashtag, the Sandy wig, I think, yeah. and that pulls up all the Sandy uh, videos, okay. and so that's where that kind of started. People love it though. Like he did a show a little bit ago and didn't do a wig, and people were chanting like, "Bring out the wig!" Like there's just why something about it because yeah. you got the beard, <laughs> I know. and it's nasty. And it's I mean, so it's nasty. nasty. <laughs> but then you lay on the body language and the list, and it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so money. But the beard, <laughs> the just beard makes just it freaky, freaky. Yeah. but it makes it so great. Oh, it's no so attempt good. to oh, really look like a no. woman at all. It's just a wig. Like might put a blouse on or something. <laughs> right? she, but. Nicole won't. I, I even one time came down and one of she's like, or no, it was uh, like a full dress thing, right? Oh, yeah, and she's like, me no, out. too far. <laughs> We're not crossing. Keep it to the jeans. Do the wig and you know, the jeans. <laughs> you don't wear a don't wear an open skirt or dress of any kind. That's it's too like, weird. <laughs> no. What are the what, what are all the girls right now? What are they called? Like the one piece. The jumpers. Oh yeah, jumpers. the rompers. Oh, the rompers. Yeah, oh, she would. She would never. You need amazing. to do one. You no, need no, to do no. one with the romper, <laughs> with the wig. That would be amazing. So, what goes into like the production of a video? I mean, I know you can just pull out your phone and do it, but mm-hmm. it looks like there's a lot more planning and there's a lot more that goes into it. So, walk us yeah. through like. What does a video look like? Is there days of prep that goes into it? Do you have equipment? I mean, like, what are you doing? Totally depends on the concept. Some of them, my favorite ones, are just done. 15 minutes, we're done. I can edit it and it's easy. But I've done more and more green screen stuff with like our Shark Tank videos and uh, stuff like that. And so that takes a little more prep. I've got some lights and, uh, you know, I don't have a nice studio. So I just tape up the green screen in whatever room has an open wall that I can use. So you just wing it. Uh, But it's all shot on the iPhone. I've got a little microphone I hook up sometimes if I feel like it needs it. But it's it's kind of a but Jimmy see, rig it, make again, it work. Again, <laughs> like we've gone through a few of these now. And so so the restaurant business, I'll re- I always relate it to that because yeah. that's the world I'm mm-hmm. in. Like I opened this place for 45000 bucks. Yeah, wow. Well. Like that's nothing yeah, for that's... a restaurant. So many people think that they have to have things perfect to mm-hmm. start right. something. Mm-hmm. And to hear like you watch your videos, you've got 40 plus thousand followers. You make awesome videos. And to hear that it's just... A taped up green screen, <laughs> iPhone, right. iMovie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anybody could do that if they oh, just yeah. like. It was iMovie. It. it was iMovie for the first two years. Yeah. It's only been in the past year I found that the things I wanted to do required a more robust right. software. So I've been using Adobe Premiere. Gotcha. But even still, YouTube, totally YouTubing how to do it. Right. You know, I, I'm not trained in it, uh, and so anybody can do it. E- every tutorial is online for literally every little feature you could think of. So every little thing yeah. there is. Like yeah. Somebody was joking on the radio today about how to like cough something up the safest way. 
I think sure. it was Howard YouTube Stern it? talking about it. Sure. Oh, just like hearts. type in anything and there's a tutorial. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. That is funny. Nicole, do you ever come downstairs and like walk into like the, the middle of a video? You're like, I what mean, did I just walk into? Usually I'm filming. Yeah, it, she's so become the camera I'm right person. There with it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think in the beginning if I was, but I think I've always felt. I think it. she always has. Yeah. I mean, initially it was harder for her to see where I was going with it. Yeah. So we had some growing pains early on when I started to do the real sketches that required me to play multiple characters right. and things. And I'm imagining how that's going to piece together. But before we had a lot of these successful ones, Nicole was kind of like, I don't get what you're doing, you know? <laughs> and so I was like, stick with me here. But now she's got, I think would you agree a vision of she sees it she's like okay yeah i can see the end product of this even though it seems rough right now and yeah and yeah, it's yeah. good you know so when you do those multiple character are you doing all the lines of one character at Gosh, once that was the exact question yeah, I, oh, I, really? i've yeah. been wondering or do you do a line respond to it or do a couple lines respond to a cu- or do you like I said, you right, just do right. one at a time. Usually it's a wardrobe change, and so I just do them all the way through. And I think of the different responses that I, I might give. Yeah, and that's I'm really, hearing him really say hard. it. Like yeah, I'm the looking way he at reacts, each other. Yeah. And like, there's so many mm-hmm. little And walking that... someone walk away when no one's there, it's it's crazy. He's very talented. It's like, well. Those are the hard ones. Sometimes I edit, and I'm like, oh, I'm looking at the wrong spot. Okay, <laughs> I don't want right. to do it. So are I'm just going to... Honey, where's that dress? Oh, yeah. He is so badly, yeah. And like... We almost, because what was one recently where we're like, oh, we messed up. Yeah, on that then, on that one you were talking about, about the episodes versus the yeah, movies, yeah. I put down the DVD of uh, Mission out. Impossible, and then it cuts to the wig, and then it cuts back, and I'm putting it down again. Oh. <laughs> and so I don't quite set it down. I sent it to a friend. He's like, you didn't actually let it go, so you're, you're fine. It's a little... It's a little not perfect, but you no know. One would have but but I, we were. No I was borderline like, times. we should delete it. But he is such a perfectionist. I'm like, but then no, we had just, we had like good. 50 comments five minutes in, and I was like, we can't delete it. Now no, we're gonna lose all this traction. Not. So I left it. So <laughs> have you ever time. done a video all the way through and like, yeah, I don't like that one. I'm not posting oh, yeah. it. Yeah. In fact, oh, yeah. it was a it was a waiter restaurant video that we still hope to make. Maybe we can do it here at Bam Bam sometime. But yes, we filmed the whole thing in this little venue I had used in. Fort Myers and it just didn't hit. And so I, it was me being the waitress with the wig and then sitting in the, when you say it didn't hit, like you just didn't feel it. Yeah. I edited yeah, the whole thing funny. together and I was like, meh. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, not, not to my standard, you know, I don't want to <laughs> post it. So it's sitting there on my phone. I've never used it. But. That could be the Howard files. There you go. All the rejects. <laughs> be all, all your the rejects. B-roll rejects. Like didn't work make in the progress cut. videos. I know. Oh. That's it's just be your alter ego. Yeah, right? we can take a second. Look how far I've come to the Johnson files <laughs> from the Howard files. We just created a new character for you. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I think so. you need to do some Karen videos. You've been seeing all that on Twitter, like the middle-aged white, like rude white lady at the store. Like, oh, there's a Karen I don't in think front I of me. See that. Oh, you gotta look that's it up. The wor- that's yeah, the name like, that's let used. Let me see right? your manager. I oh. want to speak with your manager. Oh wow, that's a Karen. <laughs> oh, and I can to totally see you doing some really fun Karens. Oh, that's I so, love it. Yeah. Log it away. We need more ideas. I know. <laughs> but so when you guys put your shows together, because that's kind of, I mean, that's what you've been doing, right? Right. You had mm-hmm. Quarterly shows, and now you've moved to Utah to do more of them. What goes into that process? I've never done a show like that before. So I mean, how much planning, coordinating the different guests? I mean, do you have different people every time? Do you have a crew that always comes in? I mean, what does that look like? 
Yeah, I mean, I've got my my core people that I've done improv with the longest, but we're always trying to mix it up and bring new faces. But uh, at the same time, you know, using the people you're confident in to deliver the best show, I think, is great. Because, I mean, look at whose line is it anyway. It was on the air for many years. Now right. it's rebooted. It's the same guys. Even in the reboot, it's the same guys. So, you know, and a lot of the same improv games. So the beauty is it's different every time. And, and it's, if you got good people, good stuff happens. But to, as far as the putting it together, you can probably speak to that. Nicole's taken on a lot of the, like, logistical stuff. Nicole's so in the show, I, right? I like come out and say welcome. I mean, it's the most important. Give yourself some credit. No, so our very first show, they made me do an improv game, and I was like, you're like a player coach. Never again. A what? A player coach. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I. I mean, and people say like, you need to be in it. You need to be in it more, but you know, I'll leave it up to him. It's fine. She just likes to. So do you handle the production then, like the coordinating and yeah, flying people in and like. Um, you know, setting up the the meals we have and the photographers that's there and the video videographer. So it's what fun. what what is the goal? I mean, we were talking about Gary V earlier, right? Yeah, yeah. Us three, and yeah. so for me, it's new thanks to Andrew. Like, yeah. It, and now I'm kind of obsessed. But you you mentioned earlier that Gary V was kind of what sparked you guys to like kick it into high gear. Yeah. So what's the, what's the goal? Like what because of what you heard from him, like what what struck a chord? What made you want to create more? And now what are you thinking future? I think what struck a a lot of things struck a chord with me in his book, and this is crushing it for those right. that aren't familiar with it. But a friend of mine recommended that book, and it's so many stories of people that were just like we were saying, just bootlegging it or bootstrapping it. They say right, right? just making it work, and then. Oprah reaches out or something, you know, and you get these big opportunities. And, you know, we had had little spikes in viewership and stuff, but nothing we could monetize because Instagram is a great, you know, networking tool, but it's it's not great for monetizing if you're just putting out content. There's no ads or anything like that. So finally, we just started going like, let's just start throwing these and see what happens. And and it the first the show shows, sold out and the yeah, show. the shows, the live improv shows. That was our first way to really monetize it. My goals with it became keep doing those as much as I can, as well as do corporate improv training, uh, corporate parties, private events, things like that. Um, and so that's kind of where it's taken us so far, but we never would have guessed it got to this point. So I don't limit my mind of what it could be. You know, I'm just right. going to keep chasing it. When oppor- I always tell Nicole, we get a message that sounds like a weird thing someone's offering. My thing is I'm always open to listen to it. Right. I, I don't know if I'll do it, but there's no harm in hearing it because sometimes these opportunities that I didn't think were going to pan out sure. ended up being something. So I always say like, hey, I'll engage in the conversation and see where it goes and, and maybe there's something good. So what do you do on the corporate <laughs> training? I'm curious about that. Yeah. Like, people fly you in to teach improv or to teach like the principles behind it that they can put towards their their job yeah it's it's evolving and it's a lot of fun we just did one for comcast uh last uh, two weeks ago out in florida and i've got american express here in salt lake coming up next month um and the idea is improv is all about collaboration communication working as a team team building yeah Mm -hmm. it is totally team building it's about 
loosening up and truly listening to respond. You know how many times are you talking to somebody and all you're thinking is what is you're going to say right. back. If you do that in improv, it's a huge problem because your partner is giving you this great information that you need to add to and all you're thinking about is how do I be funny? How do I add something? Fascinating. So it's all about, you know, it can focus on whatever somebody wants it to, but the, the coolest thing I think is I've been through years and years of sales trainings at my job where you're just sitting there looking at a PowerPoint, filling out a worksheet, and this gets people out of their chairs. They're laughing at each other. Are they other. actually doing improv? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you do exercises that kind of warm them up to it. And then I work my way up to like actual games we do in a show, as long as they apply to what the goal is. And, you know, people are cracking up, seeing their coworkers right. in ways they've never seen them oh, before. Yeah. And then the the people that are in charge love it because they're like, man, and that actually had some great takeaways for us, you know? So... I think it's the best of both worlds. You get great corporate training, but you also have a blast doing it. It's entertaining it's and build and confidence too, right? Yeah. And I mean, I would think as like a boss, right? If I if I'm a manager or supervisor there, you could kind of see leaders come out of it too. Like mm. who kind of takes charge? Yeah. Who jumped in and like wasn't you afraid? Said, like and, see yeah. people out of their normal work element. Mm-hmm. That sounds way better than walking on coals and like trust falls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds right? a little safer. Way safer. <laughs> maybe scary. Maybe scarier, but yeah but way safer. It's been really fun. I'd like to do more of that. That's that's probably the the least developed part of my business, but just recently I've been able to set uh, a few of those up and so I'm excited to see where that goes for sure. You had said we are you have other people coming in to do those with you or is that something you're just handling by yourself? I just mean we as in Johnson Files, but I if it's a big group, I will typically hire a friend to come right. and help me facilitate. So if we split into little groups or something, he can go and do that. So I got a couple friends I can call for that type of thing, but Okay. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun and and I remember very early on probably around the like 1000 follower mark saying to Nicole, you know, I mean, I'm just saying down the line, <laughs> maybe this could be a business and I think she's like How worried. Many eye rolls I, she's worried I'm going to quit off like <laughs> a like, oh, business. She's like, "Babe, you need to like pull it back a little bit down. like don't no, quit your crazy. job. Even when we were going to do the shows, we're like, we'll just do one small one for a hundred people. And then that sold out so fast. We like added two more anyway. So it's cool to see like how much it's come even in less right. than a year. Cause now we're it's about amazing. to do one at the Covey. Yeah. When it's was awesome. that point where you, th- where you both realized, okay, we have something and did it come at different times? Uh, mm, it definitely, the different light bulbs for the different angles. Now we've taken with the business have been at different times, but was the first big one the Moana video? I think that's when I was like, dang. There's a we, Moana video? There's a Moana video. I don't think I've seen We were Moana. stuck in a hurricane in I'm Florida. Yeah, we're, we're stranded in Fort Myers during Hurricane Irma and our neighborhood is flooded, like full on flooded. And so we didn't have anything to do and we made a video with me as Moana going through the water. <laughs> it was and I He's think the lucky caption he didn't get sick or anything. I think the caption was, was like, yeah. "When your neighborhood floods the day after you watch Moana or something <laughs> like that." And so it's like the water came to me. Um, and that one we posted on Facebook, and it got millions of views, like more than anything you get on Instagram. And so then I was like, "Dang, that's crazy," you know. And so we just started taking different directions, and that that inspires you, you know. When you see the response, yeah. you go. Dang, okay. So we can make stuff mm-hmm. that gets a bigger response. It just has to be the right stuff, you know. What about for you, Nicole? When was like <coughs> when did you kind of think, think like, okay, you're not so crazy after all? <laughs> I think it was the greatest showman for me. Like he did a lip sync 
I don't know if you've seen it. The, uh, Bearded the Lady. No, I'm lady. so excited. Yeah. Like, it, we got this a few to show you after thing, this. This <laughs> is a great thing about finding people kind of late. Because I can't go down. They've built it up for years. Really deep rabbit hole. It'd be like hearing about twenty four, like six season in. You know, I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah. Like pencil me out for two weeks. Binge watch. What? Oh yeah, that's on my list. Twenty four is like the original binge. Binge watching show. Um, no, he did one of our car lip syncs and he was the bearded lady basically to this is me from greatest showman (laughs) and she reposted on her Instagram and then the greatest showman reposted on their Instagram and it was like, people were loving it. And I was like, Whoa, we're like, I don't know. It was just when it was like, Oh, we're, we're funny to more people than just like our friends and family. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because there's a video way back when, where I dance in some tights to celebrate 500 (laughs) followers and (laughs) like, that was a big deal. 500 followers right. on this new account we had created. We were like, oh my gosh, 500. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it's fun. It's just yeah, fun, you know, and you have to, that's why I say like, just be open to what's coming, but just work with what you got in the moment and maximize it, right? Because you can't leap from A to Z. You know, you have to, all those steps in between, I think moving to Florida, separating myself from my little comedy bubble here and right. expanding my horizons. None of the stuff I've done now would have happened if I didn't broaden my horizons a little bit and just enjoy that journey. Uh, you know, the famous phrase, enjoy the journey. <laughs> Listen, don't it's get true. us on a bachelorette. <laughs> I was right like, bachelorette. We will talk about it. Stay in your it lane. It is a journey. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Biggest loser and bachelor, that's the word they use, right? On our yeah, journey. On our journey. I'm I on think, this journey. Yeah. It's kind of everything now, huh? Everything yeah, everyone uses journey. journey now. Well, you know, another Gary, Gary V reference. It sounds like you guys are doing stuff that you enjoy that you think is funny Mm. you're not posting to get followers you're not posting to grow you're just doing what you love to do Mm. and it's kind of organically happening and i think that that's the one thing i keep taking away from the gary v stuff is like stop posting for you right you know what i mean like post for your audience like give them what they want right Mm -hmm. don't don't do something to make yourself look cool like give them what they want and like it's you guys just hearing people ask you like a day later, like what the frick? It's been 27 <laughs> hours. Uh, where's the videos? I mean, that's huge. Oh that's yeah. A it's really, good. really cool. And it's validating like, it's like thing. a total double edged sword. Cause you're like, I love that you're saying that <laughs> right. I have to go to work now. So I'll get back to you. <laughs> you know, that's just, it's, it's definitely, I, I think from a comedy perspective, something I've learned over the years is, improvisers that get on stage and try and be funny like the guy next to them in their style it never works you have to figure out what works for you in like you said an organic way and just be you and your natural humor is going to come out and that's what's going to work and so i think with us we're just like what we think is funny what we think is relevant and we get a kick out of let's just try and find the right way to present it and that stuff seems to hit the best more than when we try and force a square peg into a circle right right you know it just doesn't work so that's what's great about social media i think when people are authentic and just put themselves out there it works the best people crave that yeah they want real it's just like the howard thing we're not taking it out but i like it because it's like you know what i'm an idiot yeah johnson files and i call them the howards but you know it's like why 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 edit it you know because right. so many people do, they want to put their best foot forward. Like mm. even the comedy you guys do, kind of poking fun at your own lives, right? Mm. Like yeah. your own marriage stuff. Mm-hmm. P- 
people all can relate to that. And it's hard sometimes. I I think this is kind of what's genius about you too is it's hard to make some of that stuff funny because it is just kind of everyday stuff. But mm-hmm. to turn it the way that you guys do and make it really funny, it's amazing because well, ev- ev- it's funny and it's totally relatable. That's that's always the challenge with comedy. I think is right. is how do you not just reenact it as is because that's not that funny. No, right. But not go so far that it's like, well, that was ridiculous, right? And it, it's a balance for sure. Like after the second episode, you're like, honey, this is horse. Okay, you <laughs> can't really say that on your videos. No, uh, not so much. We got a lot of we got a lot of kid followers. Yeah, yeah. That's really <laughs> watching awesome. on their mom's phones. So something yeah. you guys that's that, another good one. You need to do. That's talked about. You guys say you, you try to help people choose humor. Um, mm. What is it in challenging times? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's kind of mm-hmm. like like your message to people, right? Right. So, have you had people who have responded to videos that have been like, "This video helped me get through something today." You know, it's like this laugh, like like allowing a laugh has allowed me to do something today that I maybe couldn't have done otherwise. Yeah, totally. We we definitely get that all the time, or just like because. Because people's lives are hard and they want to laugh. They crave like to find, you know, a light in their day or some type of, of humor. And, and that's what I think. There was a point, I don't know when it was, that that we realized that like people are coming to us to have a laugh in their day and to be the right spot of their day. And that also kept pushing us going like, okay, there are people, including ourselves, like that have hard days and they like crave a laugh or, or to smile again. So yeah, yeah, we... We constantly get those messages. With definitely that's keep something us I going. hadn't even thought of. That was a great question because that's. Oh, thanks. Well, I, think <laughs> about job. you Good think job. about. So we had the founder of Perk Energy. I mm. don't know if any of you are addicted to that. <laughs> My wife is. It's so good. I drink it for the taste. I don't get a caffeine anything from it. But the way she was kind of describing it, it's not just like a money making venture for her. Like it, she's truly passionate about it. And remember when she, Andrew, remember when she was describing the, like that three o'clock, like I joked and called it like a bubble bath in a mug. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm going to take a quick bubble bath with my hot drink, right? Mm-hmm. Like it just was a little break from their hard day. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what better way to give somebody a break than comedy? Yeah. Especially when so it relates important. to things that we're all going through, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There was, I think there was a time where, we our videos started circulating through a bunch of people going through chemotherapy and that was a big turn for us in our message because we were getting all these messages like we watch your videos while we're going through chemo and all this stuff and it's just distracts us from what's going on and so then you know that was not what we thought when we made it you know but it started to become that and we started getting really personal messages of what people were going through and we're like and that our videos somehow impacted these massive trials and we're like how you know that's so weird to think but now that's become one of the best parts you know we get mm-hmm. those messages and it's like dang well let's keep doing them then if that's what it's doing for people that's awesome see that's why the podcast is cool because to see kind of behind the curtain of mm-hmm. what you guys are doing and hearing that type of stuff yeah because we all just we all consume 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 right and we want more funny mm-hmm. more fun but you forget like i'm i'm sitting here laughing hysterically at a video but there could be 10,000 other people that like they're they're going to get through their day right because mm-hmm. of what you guys did 
Yeah, there's that's there's, pretty cool. It's opened my eyes to because it's always hard to see beyond your little world when you're busy, you know, right. and what what the person next to you on the bus is going through or the plane, you know. So it's opened my eyes to that of just giving people the benefit of the doubt because I've seen so many messages and you look at their Instagram when they send you that and you're like. I don't see that when I look at your profile. It's all right. social media e, bright and shiny, perfect, <laughs> right? Good. Everything looks, looks great. Amazing. And then you find out they've lost a loved one or they are terminally right. ill or you know, serious things and so it just goes to show you don't know what people are going through and I think people need to give themselves permission to just laugh even though they're yeah. going through that cuz mm-hmm. you can only let it consume your mind so much. It's okay to just go, I'm just going to laugh right now and that's all right, you know. Right. Cuz you one of my favorite sayings is you choose to act or react to mm-hmm. life, right? And so when you're laughing, you're taking that proactive approach to life. You're choosing to laugh at something, yeah, right? Yeah, not sit in your sadness. And yeah. yeah, it's so important. Has there been like a, like a moment that was kind of surreal, whether it was reading a review from a cancer patient or maybe someone reaching out wanting to do a collaboration? You know, like has there been moments where you're kind of like, really? Like this is really? Like yeah. has that happened to you guys? What do you think? A retweet or a, some celebrity talking about it, maybe sitting front row at the Bachelorette finale <laughs> or swimming at the Bachelor mansion. That was surreal for sure. <laughs> um, the greatest showman thing was cool. Yeah, that was cool. What's a surreal thing for you? I got one in mind. I don't, not necessarily a celebrity, but I think just going along with the messages that we get, we met someone in, we were in Nauvoo for girls camp randomly and someone recognized us and just opened up about her daughter and like the hard life that they had. And we walked away from that conversation and, and how John's files had helped her during her time. And we walked away. Like I remember saying to Sean, like that is incredible that our tiny like Instagram thing we started just like to see how many people it's reaching. And I don't know. And we get those messages, but to talk to someone face to face and hear about it was well, to be so far away me. from home and have somebody recognize yeah, you that and, was and weird. tell yeah. you Self, that. But yeah. Like always, I'd say hearing something face-to-face is always a little more meaningful. Yeah. You yeah. know that's, what I mean? Yeah, meaningful. Well, that's so that's way cool. It's even harder as the person. Like, it's let's probably say, scarier let's, for them. Let's say I was a fan and I see you. Mm. I'm like, oh, that's who they are. Like, do I go say something to them? Do I not go say something right, to them? Right. So when they do come up to you and they do voice yeah. you know, something that's happened, it's like oh, it's way harder. It's way more meaningful than just... A message right, on yeah, the phone right. for sure you know yeah, yeah. takes more that courage yeah that's a hard one to follow but go ahead yeah. sean <laughs> go yeah that was very heartfelt like, uh, one. ellen liked one of our posts <laughs> yeah that kind of sucks now after uh, nicole thanks honey no you know it was surreal for me because the idea of doing the live improv shows we were leaving utah one one visit and we had not done any shows we'd never we not monetized johnson files in any way right. and we were driving to the airport and i don't even know what it was i literally just had a light bulb moment and i just went what if we just i do improv i know all the guys i trust doing improv we could just put on shows i i could just rent a venue and do it and it was so risky to me and scary to sell them through my website like what if i don't cover my costs and one, when we sold out so quickly and added another show, but two, the real surreal moment was when we got to Utah from Florida where everything feels so far away and people were like, there's a line out the parking lot. Like they're all here. And I was like, wow, like the, suddenly the little follower ticks, you know, 
were real people and they right. were there. And so all that's those been, likes were standing in line. Exactly. Right. And so it was like, this is nuts. Like now they're actually showing up. It's not just clicking on their phones and we just appreciated it so much. You know, if anybody listening is part of that, like we're just grateful because when people show up to support with something like that, it makes it so real and it encourages you to keep going. So that, that was surreal for sure. And still is, I think every show we do, we're like, look at all these people. It's so amazing. Well, and it's, and it's a risk for you guys. It always I feels listen, that way. I listened yeah. to Dane Cook. He was on a podcast like three months ago. And I'm like, I haven't listened to Dane Cook forever. He used to be one of my favorite comedians. But his brother totally hosed him, like stole millions of dollars. Oh, wow. And, oh, wow. But he's like, so he couldn't really get anybody to sign him. And so he just started renting out small arenas. With his own money. Oh, wow. And he goes, I ended up never turning back because I made way more money. Than handing like, it off to somebody a, else, than, yeah. Than hiring a middleman and, you know, a mm-hmm. record company or whatever, you know, whoever would represent him and put that money up and keep the return. But, I mean, it's investing in yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. It's taking a risk. And that's, we see this over and over with the podcast. Gold Yeller stands out, you know, our Lego buddy. He's, for fun, he was making these stop motion Lego videos of... Mm kind of famous he started with uh breaking bad scene and then he jumped into it <clears throat> excuse me he's he did a tiger woods and it just blew up oh wow like and so he was just doing something that he loved to do and it organically turned into now he gets flown all over the country wow. by <laughs> the nba nba teams pga nascar and they oh. hire him to build these stop motion lego videos that take him you know, a 20 second shot is like 60 hours, he said. Yeah, something it's like, like an average wow. of like 50 yeah. to 80 hours. It's like every Crazy. fan, you know. <laughs> See, and that's <laughs> moving every yeah, arm yeah, yeah. of like 200 little Lego pieces. But it, it's a very similar story because you guys are just doing something like you have day jobs, right? You have, right. you have normal jobs like everybody else, but you're doing something fun that you love. And all of a sudden, without even really asking for it or maybe even seeking it out you've got people that want to pay to see you you got people that want to hire you to come do corporate trainings and it's like this is a business it's the same story with me and barbecue cooking in the backyard my wife rolling her eyes at me like no (laughs) no money yeah but i was i was hooked and it here's a restaurant nine years later so i think it's great and with the lego thing you know that's that's him that's authentic that's something he loves and that's why it works and probably why it's so successful and i think i was talking to a friend about this just a couple weeks ago when you start out in any of these ventures for us it's the videos you put them out there and you know with your dinky little 50 followers there's people that you know going what are they doing? <laughs> what is this? You know what I mean? Right. Even your friends, you know, that, that, that they don't mean any real negativity behind it, but they're kind of looking, it's unproven and they're going, well, what, what do you think you're doing? You right. know, what are you, you going to be a big star? Like you're what's so going late on to the game? Exactly. You're going to, you're going to claim a piece of the internet now. YouTube's <laughs> been around for 15 years, you know, and, and it's natural, you know, we doubt everybody's a doubter until it's proven. And I think for us, I was glad that we were just so far away from everyone we knew because I don't know, nobody said that to me, but I could feel 
like people were kind of like, so what's this thing you're doing? You know, they don't want to say it, but I, I know there were doubts. And so I think you can't let those get to you. We had the luxury of being far away. So we, we could kind of be in our little bubble in Florida, right. send it out and let people take it for what it well, was. People doubted the show that we would sell tickets for our oh, show. Oh yeah. Even, the shows. Yeah. That was people so doubting was, big time. So for we sure. kind of doubted and we're like, okay, hopefully this works. Yeah. We I, almost didn't do it because yeah. people were like, well, oh, I mean, and if, and if we need to like, try and share it and post it like to, to fill it and cover your costs. We'll try. And I'm like, well, dang, you guys don't seem to think we're going to do very well, you know? <laughs> and so we've had to but just believe in wait, ourselves. Let's finish and go, that story though. Fine. We posted it and Sean's grandma texted and said, I can't get tickets. It's sold out. Like after two minutes and we're Whoa. like, no, two minutes we after said, we put grandma, you just minutes. don't know how. Yeah. To I was like, grandma, you're like, on grandma, the wrong that's website. Your type, that's yeah. your typewriter. Like, yeah. Grandma, do you like, know what the internet come on. is? Cause she said, can you hold tickets aside for me before the show? Wow. And I'm like, it's not necessary. We're it selling 900 work. tickets. It's not going to be a problem. And then she said, it says sold out. And I'm like, you're doing it wrong. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and lady. then I load up the website about seven Oh five. And I'm like, what the heck? This we can't like be right. Up. It was pretty. That's probably another surreal moment. It was like that's incredible. Because that was leap, that was tickets. leaping to a yeah. large venue where we were like two shows, four hundred fifty so seats each, and we were like, we're not going to sell them all, but like it'll be, you know, we'll work at what it. What was your goal? We just wanted to, you know, get them each like half full, you know, or something, okay. just if so that. we could do it, and we just had no idea because yeah. we we had upped the ticket price. A lot of people that came to our first show came out and said hi and said. Hey, we loved the show. We love you guys. Your tickets are too cheap. They're like it's embarrassing because <laughs> oh, really? we like, we oh. were so scared. We just did twelve right. bucks a ticket, and we're like, you know, I don't want to risk like not selling them, you know. But uh, anyway, people, the customers are saying like, right. this was too cheap, and so we upped it, and then we were like, Ugh, I hope it works. But yeah, that was that was really exciting at that time for wow. sure. Mm-hmm. So in that time, and Grandma got a seat. Grandma, <laughs> yeah. grandma got. We got her. It's important to mention. <laughs> Did she get like a backstage pass? Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Okay. Good. Yeah. But I love asking this question with people. But it sounds like there's a lot of people who doubted you. Did anyone actually ever come out and try to give you some advice, and you didn't listen to it, and you're really happy you didn't listen to it? I can think of one. I really? wonder if they're listening. I'm not going to say names. <laughs> Anonymous. I feel like I'm answering all the questions, no, but if well, you don't know what I'm going to say, you can't answer yeah, this go one for me. So. <laughs> go for it, babe. Uh, there was somebody that told me that it didn't matter whether it was hilarious or not. I just needed to post like every day. And to lower my standard of what was good enough to post to get more content. Basically, it's quantity versus quality, right? Okay. And... I almost did. I was like, maybe they're right. Just any stupid thing I think of, I'll make it a post and I'll do it. But I just didn't agree. And I was like, I wanted, to your point, Cameron, the people that follow three years in to know that they can scroll the whole feed and there's no crap in there. Right. Like it's all, you know, you, everyone's going to have their favorites or the ones that don't sure. hit for them, but none of it's junk, you know? Right. And so... I was like, I don't want to have it be like people scroll through and they're like, oh, some of these are stupid. I'm not going to do that, you know. So I'm glad because now that we've got so many under our belt, I'm glad I can look back confidently at what I put out. I think it's a balancing act because I don't want to send the message of have paralysis because you're too scared to put it out there until it's perfect because that's right. by no means what we did. we did. At the beginning, we didn't care. We just put whatever we wanted, I thought. But well, you know, Instagram was, was 15 good, second videos. Basically, yeah. Instagram right. used to be what Insta stories are now. Yeah. Right. The video portion of it. Mm-hmm. And so, so once it became a minute is when yeah, I started yeah, yeah. getting a little more picky. But yeah, basically the, the first posts are basically Insta stories because right. that's what Instagram was. But 
I think people listening, you know, I always like to apply it to them rather than us just talking about ourselves, but you got to start putting it out, but you should have an idea what you think is good and form that in your brain. It doesn't have to be concrete, but you'll feel it and, and stick to that because I was very close to going, maybe he's right. Maybe I'm not putting out enough, but I think we would have suffered for it and, and lost people. So who was that? Yeah, uh, let me just name that right now. <laughs> that was Sean Howard. That guy is those a dick. Howard. I swear, Howard Files. Yeah, I don't that's like Sean those guys. Howard. Yeah. They're on the podcast next week, actually. So, how about for you, Nicole? Uh, I'm trying to think. It's like, are you sure you want to marry Sean? Like nothing like that. There was a few people, you know. Um, My wife probably know, heard that 74 think. times. <laughs> I don't think we get a lot of people trying yeah. to tell us what to do, especially at this point. And we didn't get a lot of vocal doubters at the beginning. It was right. just those conversations about what we're doing where friends are trying to be encouraging, but also kind of like, you sure you know what you're doing, bud? You know, like <laughs> that kind of thing. And so you could just sense like, okay, you don't think this is going to be... Misery loves company, man. Yeah. <laughs> like they wish they had the balls to do it. And that's... Right. That, yeah. It's just like, hey... Um, if anybody else tries it, I'm going to, I don't think people do it on purpose all the time, but it's, in, in that's why I say it's it not is. done. It's not you. done uh, vindictively or like, right. it's r- really just done out of sincere doubt because we all doubt, right? Even we doubt, 100%. doubt of what we're doing and we all look at something and go, well, how's that going to become anything? And sometimes it doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. but, and, and I should say, you know, our shows and everything we've done hugely supportive friends from my improv comedy community. If any of them are listening to this, they're going, shoot, what did I say to Sean early on in Johnson Files? We didn't get a lot of negative people. We've had huge support. We couldn't do our shows without the team, you know? And so we, that's the thing is you need people to be successful. And we've had amazing boosts from other social media people um, and just my comedy friends being supportive. So yeah, everybody needs help. I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes negativity is a sign of success. You know, like if when you get some haters, you know, <laughs> if people you got to have them, right? That's the thing. Like, it's still really hard for me to handle in the restaurant side, just reading mm-hmm. reviews and stuff. And oh, yeah, oh, that's, that's got to be like, hard. I like this place way better. I'm just like, you don't know what you're talking about. Do you about. guys read reviews? Well, we, we got a message one time. Tell them about the, the wig guy. I don't remember that. We don't get very. Okay, I'll many, answer this yeah. one too. Here we we go. don't get very many <laughs> negative comments. We really don't. We, don't. we get a lot of good ones. One of two, right. but, but this one guy, after we had done like two or three of the wig videos, mm. because and I I never thought I was going to do these videos with the wig. It's just those were our biggest videos and people related. And so I was right. like, let's just keep doing them. They like them. But he said, "Hey, just letting you know, like I'm, I'm going to be unfollowing because I, I used to like what you did, but now you do these videos with the wig." And I just think you should go back to what you were doing before. The wig things just don't really work. <laughs> and I was just oh, kind of yeah. like, okay. But he was like a 20-year-old college boy. Like, we're like, yeah. sorry, our audience is like, you know. Yeah, you're not my audience. Mom. <laughs> so we cater to I just responded and said, thanks for the feedback. But unfortunately, all the the response would say the opposite of that. Right. I just, People are so I funny. Like, oh, Cameron. This potato salad's good, but my grandma has a recipe <laughs> that, that I will totally email you. You should try it. I'm like, you basically said that you don't like my potato salad, that yours is better, and you want me to serve it. Like, people so are funny. so weird. Well, you know, and, and it's just like, it's okay, because everybody has their taste in the They're restaurant right. business. I love Jerry Seinfeld. He's a comedic idol of mine. Right. There's some people that don't like him. 
and I can't understand that. Yeah. But they don't like him. That and is a stupid, tough one. But you pick understand. any, and, and with comedy and entertainment, we all have our favorite shows and our favorite actors, and other people will be on Twitter saying that they're the worst actor in history, right? So I True. don't take it personally, but I, I do find it surprising that people would look at it and feel the need well, take the time to, to coach yeah thing. like what? taking the time just like silently unfollow please like, yeah in what just world press the is button it? and be it's gone weird. with your day it is like, surprising i just kind of let me it go when i'm gone basically is what he was saying it is so know. straight like i would never go up to somebody and just say like you know if you just cook that hamburger a little different <laughs> you could really have something special here what's that saying like if you're not bleeding in the arena with me the Brene brown is oh, that what yeah. it is yeah you know Shut up. Then keep your uh, mouth shut. I, I'm sure she was more eloquent yeah, than like that. I like that better. With me, your opinion doesn't matter to me. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, and and I mean, that's that's totally true because, mm-hmm. I mean, unless you take the risk. Because, I mean, it's got to be nerve-wracking. It, opening a business, starting a business, getting up on stage, mm-hmm. right? It's all, that's hard. It's I mean, hard. You're putting yourself out there. Yeah. You're you're risking that you're going to fail right. in front of people. And you probably will. We've We've had videos that, it was embarrassing because we're like, this is nobody's commenting on this one. Like <laughs> what's going on? Um, and so uh, you just got to be willing to do that. You know, that's an improv. If you haven't fallen on your face a hundred times, then you haven't been on stage enough. You know, that's just how it goes. You're, well, go- you're right. going to fail. And, and anybody that goes in protecting themselves from that failure is never going to get good. You won't grow. Because they're, yeah, they're never going to put themselves in uncomfortable positions. They're just going to stick to what they know. And they'll never get better. Right. I'm always surprised. Every guest, they can be such different stories. I mean, improv to Kim with cancer mm-hmm. to Perk. I mean, business. But there's all they, they're all the same. You know, being yeah. okay with failing. I mean, there's so many of these principles that cross all of them, right? Mm-hmm. About just having confidence in yourself and putting yourself out there and being okay with it and just doing it. Taking risks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's always so surprising at the end. It's like, oh, yeah, that totally. I, I can apply crazy. that to whatever mm-hmm. you want to apply it to. Right. right. There's mm-hmm. so many parallels yeah. with everybody that's been in front. We've had a couple, like, we've had the Kafusi brothers. They're in the oh, NFL. Yeah. And it's like Jerem and Spence, the, you know, BYU Sports Nation. So we've had all the, from Kim mm-hmm. to the Lego guy to comedians. Yeah. Like, to the but Howards. there is so many. To the many, Howards. Yeah, to so the many Howards. parallels. Well, you guys will meet the Howards next week. <laughs> yeah. Next week. <laughs> My wig will be here on Tuesday, so... Will we'll, you please do a but, video of the Howards just for us? <laughs> then no one's going to let wheels me live it turning. down. <laughs> the wheels are turning. But but it's funny because you're never going to be mad about growing a little bit thicker skin. Mm. You know, like, you learn from failure. You learn more from failure than anything else. I mean, whether it's your marriage, whether it's your job, whether, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I mean, you said it. If you haven't failed enough, you haven't been on stage long enough. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. Right. You got to have that. How, I think it's weighing the risk right ask yourself what's the worst that can happen you know if you're about to take your nest egg and throw it into something before you've even formulated it maybe not you know but let things go at their at the right pace while you push forward and just be authentic to yourself i think because gary v talks about that he's like i'm not saying quit your job today like as long as you can keep it and do this do it but also be willing to like keep stepping forward even when it feels like you have opposition and you know, I think if you're real about it and and you don't overshoot, you're good. You know, just yeah, stick to right. what, what you can do now to make it move forward. Yeah, learn from mistakes. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you make one, you just learn from it and try something different. So what are you guys excited about? What's next? Like, what's exciting? 
I think it's just exciting to be here. I don't know to to, yeah, to be where all the all like, our followers see, are. I mean, eighty yeah, percent Utah, so. Utah based, so it's fun to just like meet people and. and what are you excited about, like business wise, that we have coming up? Or is there anything uh, new or different that you guys want to do with the channel or with your? I mean, whether it's more uh, coaching, more right. shows. Is it the corporate side? Is are you going to bring in other like actors? Netflix into the special. I can't wait. It's well, going to happen. Um, I'm, hey, I want everyone to record this. I want, I want you to hear it. It's going to happen. <laughs> you call how cool, how cool will I look oh in six months. When, six months. Yeah. That'd be great. Oh. Hey, you never know. <laughs> you, never know. you never know. That is true. You never know, but I could totally see it happening. Um, yeah, meeting people we love. We're super excited about our upcoming show next month, which is in the Covey Center, and it's the biggest That's show our biggest we've ever one done. Yet. Yeah. Is it sold out? The, the the later show is pretty full. We we open a matinee at 3 p.m. And that one, I didn't look today, but it's probably a little over half full. So I think it'll get there. Um, so how can people find it that are listening? If they want to come check you guys out, where do they go? Johnsonfiles.com always has the link to the most recent tickets, whatever mm-hmm. venue it's at, and it'll shoot you over there. It's also got the corporate training stuff and everything nice. on there. I think we're excited to expand all of that part of it, be able to do shows more frequently and uh, be here to make them even better. I do have people that I have not had in shows before that I want to fly in and do it. And right. now that we're doing bigger venues, we have more money to put into them. We can do that. You know, who's so, your, who's your dream guest? If there's oh, like Jerry man, Seinfeld, let's manifest man. this there, right if now. There, if there's <laughs> one person that you he want, would like, he's going to start drinking coffee. Get on is that show. Jerry Seinfeld or who is it? I don't know if Jerry does improv, honestly. I, I, a lot of stand-up comedians have this thing no, about improv true. where no, they're he, like, he does eh, his is improv. Like, he doesn't like improv? I don't think so. I think he is like crazy prepared on all of Everything's this. Everything's so yeah. thought Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a different animal. I don't think a lot of improvisers have an issue with stand-up, but I feel like stand-up people a lot of times are like, oh, yeah. improv, you guys don't even plan what you're going to do. <laughs> but um, You no, guys are like you know, naturally if, funny. If I could get uh, people from the improv world, like someone from Whose Line Is It Anyway to come guest, I think that would be that would huge be cool. accomplishment. So, you know, if we can do enough large event style shows that it catches somebody's eye. You know, you never know. It's a, it's a community improv people. So you never know. It might get around. But mm-hmm. I feel like comics and I guess there's a difference between the two, but I was listening to Whitney Cummings the other day and she was saying that she goes to like a little club in Burbank to work out her material. Like, yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of comics that sometimes they want to go do smaller you off it. the beaten mm-hmm. path things, not even just for practice, but just to rem- like, so I teach Get barbecue. Back to their roots yeah. Almost. So I teach barbecue yeah. classes, and one of my favorite things about it is being around people that were just like me, like nine years mm. ago. Yeah, for just sure. stoked awesome. about barbecue. Like they're so into it, and they're watching YouTube videos, and there's just kind of an energy about it. And so I would think for a famous improv person, like somebody that's kind of up and coming, and doing something a little different, mm-hmm. it's like, man, They'd you enjoy don't have that? to pay yeah. me a lot of money. Like, this would be fun. Let's do it. And so you just never know. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, know, it's true. We, you we never had, know where they uh, are in their journey. Sean. We had actually, that reminds me because our last show, we did have, I posted a video where I mentioned Lindsay Arnold from Dancing with uh-huh. the Stars, and she ended up getting tagged right. a lot in it. And then, I mean, I never thought when I just threw her name out in the video, anything would come of it. And our last show, we opened it with a dance together. With and her? With yeah, her. I, I saw, saw that video. That yeah, I saw it last night. And so we did a whole... No, no, no I didn't know her. It came from Instagram. Was Nicole jealous? I don't know. No, I want to know. my dream come true. Oh, yeah, she's a huge fan. So she was like, she was like this is a hot blonde dancer with your husband? 
<laughs> I'd be like glancing at my wife's like <laughs> every move. No, we made that a little so we made cool. a little She's spoof awesome. dancing with the stars video to intro it and then we did a dance and I just remember that my acid thinking reflux. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you saw it. <laughs> Because if, you, if, if you've seen right Dancing with the Stars, they like make fun. Or they, don't they always fun. have those dramatic yeah. moments right. where somebody sprains so their like, ankle. I think I like broke that. it. It's like, okay. It's usually a legitimate injury. My yeah. acid reflux. That was so good. <laughs> I got to go get a drink. My acid reflux. <laughs> so that was just surreal when we yeah, got here. And fun. now we've collaborated fun. with Lindsay Moore. I did an improv training with her and her sisters for their upcoming uh, video blog on wow. YouTube. Yeah, and fun. so I, I was still just like, man. Look at who you can connect with. It's a small world online if you're putting good stuff out there. And right, stuff. and if you're not scared to mention it. Like sure, yeah, right. to yeah. throw it out, yeah. It's like the, so I was catering. Discovery is shooting a show up in Bluffdale. That's who I was oh, catering cool. for. And it's, I, don't, I don't know how old you guys are, but Nitro Circus, like Travis Pastrana and all those guys. Street Bike Tommy, mm-hmm. who's a part of the show, two years ago, three years ago, he followed me, and I was all like, <gasps> yeah, and I screenshotted it, posted it, and a year later, he was living in my basement learning how to do barbecue. <laughs> like, and That's to this awesome. day. Who would have thought, right? It's great. Like, you just, you never, ever know. That's why mm-hmm. I, I I go back to just be open to opportunities because a lot of them won't pan out. You know, right. I've shot messages out to people I've been tagged in their videos, other Instagram comedians, and I haven't gotten a reply. Sure. Um and that's okay, you know, but you never know. They you might, never you know, know. It, it could happen. And so there's no harm in hearing something out or seeing where it could go. And then if it doesn't work, you, you pursue another avenue. Well, and you think of like Kim. Mm. Kim White, did you see that video two days ago where a, a woman with her exact same form of cancer, right? She's had mm-hmm. seven surgeons try and fail and just said wow. it's inoperable. Yeah. And today, it's today, I think, or yesterday. Her yesterday. doctor is operating on Dr. this woman Kim's from doctor, yeah, yeah doctor. Kim's oh, doctor, Doctor Z, yeah. is operating on this woman from Seattle, and the whole reason it happened was because of Instagram connected mm-hmm. on there. She found Kim on Instagram, mm-hmm. started watching her videos, and now, I mean, this this woman's life can be saved. Yeah. When seven surgeons from all over the country said nothing we can do. That's so that's the story. They give you hope real. for social media. If they find right? each other on Instagram, that blows my mind. It's real. No, like she, she oh, yeah, has a real. whole Insta story yeah. about it. <laughs> day like, before like, yesterday. If he gets it, though, oh right, Oh if it's a if it's a successful right. surgery, right, right. <laughs> what a story, because right? of Instagram. I know. Crazy. You hear about those stories, oh though. And there's two. There's so many negative things associated with with Instagram and social media that that's the stuff that we love to hear. And you know, it's scary when your business is based in Instagram. And you start to see all these people like boycotting it and doing fast from it. It's like, on one hand, you're like, I, I <laughs> get true. it. Like, uh, because President Nelson, please be quiet. <laughs> right. Thanks hey, a lot. Hey, we did you do the hurting fast. our tides. <laughs> Nobody watched conference. Um, <laughs> no, that happened during our show in October. And Sean's like, Wait, oh, yeah. So we were selling tickets to that? our first show. And he made everybody go on an Instagram no, fast. You're like, I'm fasting from tithing <laughs> then for a month. <laughs> Sean was upset. I yeah. was. I was like, what poor timing. We're making this big <laughs> risk and he gets half all. I mean, we all got 80% women. W- women following and they're all <laughs> off Instagram. Like, you got to be kidding me. You know, none of them did it. But you just know, like me saying I'm real <laughs> fasting. I may tell you I am, but nope. Right. I've got marshmallows in my pocket or something. <laughs> marshmallows. <laughs> I don't know why I said marshmallows. I don't even really like marshmallows. <laughs> you got your pocket meat. <laughs> yeah, my pocket meat. That's oh a long gosh. story, but. No, but I think there's so much <laughs> negative, and so I get why that happens. You know, sure. people are like, "I'm off social media," but yeah. I think it's all what you make of it, right? The internet, every tool can be used for different 
things, right. good or evil. And I think if you use it like that type of a story, it just makes you go, okay, there, there's a great benefit to this ability to connect For sure. across the internet. Mm-hmm. It's just, it can also invade our lives and become an issue. So the it's best just, of times and the worst of times, right? Yeah, well, it's just like sure. anything. You're right. Like it's just, it's just like anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it, even when it was just radios, even if it was mm-hmm. barbecue you find, brisket, exactly. You can't there, have a three meals a not, day, right? <laughs> well, can. maybe you can. I don't well, know. Well, it's not working for me. <laughs> uh, so I'm learning. But but no, you're right. I mean, you can find good and evil in anything. Yeah. I don't, Gary V said that. Did you hear that thing about the kaleidoscope? Yeah. He said mm-hmm. basically everything that people are saying that is bad about being on social media, you know, whether it's causing like mental um, mental yeah, illness and all this stuff. Go back and look at the first reviews of kaleidoscopes, and they sound almost oh, really? word almost for word. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Uh, like what people are saying negative about social media. Wow. Isn't that really funny? So it's just like every new it's medium that thing, comes yeah. out that we really attach to. You know, Gary Vee says it brings out, right? It, it exposes. Yeah, it doesn't create it. It exposes you. It exposes you. your right. weaknesses. It exposes your addictive whatever. Like it, it's not necessarily social media is fault. Yeah. Hmm. You got to choose how you use it. For sure. And that's it. Like to be happy to your point, Andrew, I heard something on my mission. The guy said to be happy is hard work. Hmm. Like Hmm. you have to work to be happy. You have to work at it. It's Mm -hmm. easy to To be miserable. All you got to do is sit around and do nothing for sure. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, I think that's applicable to almost everything. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate you coming on. Thank you. So everyone check out the Johnson files and the Howard files. Yeah. Yes. Up and coming. I'm going to get that domain. uh, All the rejects. I'm going to give it to him for Christmas. We'll send you all of our reject videos (laughs) and you can post them on the Howard files. Hey, we'll be on your beta team. If you ever want to run something by us. (laughs) We We do. We have people. I want to bring it on the beta team. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I am slightly easily entertained. I will warn you. (laughs) Which maybe that's mine. Maybe that someone advised us not to post one and we did it and ended up being like viral. I don't know which video was but that's probably one of mine is that we didn't listen to them and we posted it but one of the videos oh yeah. there you go yeah, oh yeah. your thing that you're glad you didn't yeah, listen yeah. to yeah because that took a minute but yeah, yeah. You know, better <laughs> late than never. No, but you, uh, the mom watch too sorry we're wrapping up let's wrap no up. no we don't it, no but the mom watch which is now a huge thing we get posted mom watches like all day long What's mom we watch? Act, Wait, the what? mom watch. The, the, the kids like, saying, watch "Mom, watch, oh, mom, yeah, yeah, watch." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, "What's done, mom like, watch?" Four is this like now. neighborhood yeah, watch? Yeah. <laughs> the mom okay, watch. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that. But we actually made it, and that was one where we we're like, "We don't even know if this is funny." Because Sean did it growing <laughs> up, but he posted. Uh, we don't have kids, so we're like, brother. "Is this even?" A yeah, thing? he said to his brother, "Was like, is this even funny? Is this even relatable? We may not even post it." And his brother was like, "I mean, it's funny to me. Like, my kids do it." And we're like, "Okay." And then it just blew up. So anyway. The first time I watched a mom watch video, it was my three-year-old was just like, what? Dad, I watch. <laughs> totally one leg. Like she jumped on one leg. And <laughs> That's, did it's it powerful like 14 stuff. times. She's just like so stoked that she did it. And it's it, every kid does it. It's, it's, it's way so a bit, way more relatable than we thought. We could create a whole Instagram account of the videos we've been sent we of that. We probably have thousands. Bubble, we've created a highlight bubble. Yeah, there is a highlight bubble yeah. on our Instagram of mom watch of some of our favorites we've been sent Which from people. Which oh includes your daughter's trick. That's actually a common oh, is trick that, that people do. Really? Not your daughter, like the one-legged jump? Oh, people jump. doing it. But people love that one-legged <laughs> jump. Well, next time she goes cross-eyed on purpose, I'll send that one to you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, watch. 
So funny. That's amazing. Anyway. Man, this was so much fun. Thank you guys for coming. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks, really, guys. really cool to have you before you guys get really, really famous. <laughs> don't respond to <laughs> the messages. We're going to ask them to come back and they're like, no. I, I got to be honest. Like, Nicole, you and I met for, I mean, it's not like we really got to talk down there. Mm. I mean, we were sharing a journey together, right. of course. <laughs> it was, it was at the surreal. Bachelorette final. The most dramatic journey it, ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. Hey, Bachelor in Paradise, though, is just destroying Ooh, it's amazing whole, amazing you need a podcast but, about that. um but you guys responded super fast and that was very very nice of you guys of course i, I think yeah. i dm'd them and the next day we're like we'd love to yeah what day works i'm like oh <laughs> and ever since my wife's like will you ask him about tickets, ask about tickets. <laughs> I'm like, we'll that's buy why tickets, we're really honey. here we'll buy tickets don't worry come in with sean's like, grandma she is so fine. so excited yeah yeah <laughs> Beta team backstage passes. Yeah. The go. beta team. Yeah. We're going to make a shirt. Beta team Howard Files. I'm going to put all, oh all over my shirt. So totally distract you. But No, but thank you guys for coming. This was such a great story. And anytime you want to come back. Thanks for being here, you guys. Thank you. It's great.